If that's the theme music, it is time for the God-given podcast. Hey, G2 listeners, we're glad to have you with us today. I want to thank you for spending time with us. And you know that uh, today we are living in a time of so much uncertainty. So here at God-Given Podcast, we pray that our content is not only entertaining, as we are telling stories of people's lives and are giving a glimpse into how sports and the surrounding industries have influenced so much in our country. So we also pray that stories are uplifting and inspirational, you know, a respite from as you go through your week today. We are going to profile a gentleman who has spent his life as a basketball coach and an educator, and he has made significant contributions into the lives of influential politicians, actors, pro athletes, and, and several world changers. This is my favorite episode to date. This gentleman is an extraordinary storyteller, and you are in for a treat. Let's get this over the ribbon box so you can meet our guest. Thank you very much, Jeffrey, uh, the maestro. As always, I appreciate your, your genius. And um, to all our listeners out there, welcome to the God-Given Podcast. Um, we have a very special guest, a gentleman that was close to my heart, um, who allowed me to coach with him and work with him. He mentored me and helped me to even learn more about the importance of basketball and how you can change and mold lives. Um, he's right now a coach at Green Hill School. I want to welcome Coach Herman Card. How you doing, my friend? Very good. Very good. Hello, everyone. Coach, it's good to have you on, man. It's long overdue. <laughs> Thanks, man. I've, I've been thinking about this a lot, so I'm happy to be here today. Very happy. Good, good. Well, Coach, how long you been at Green Hill? Let's just start there. Now, you got some things uh, coming up. There's some changes that you're looking at making at Green Hill. Is that right? Oh, sure. Um, this is my 29th year at Green Hill. Um, and I am retiring after this year. Unfortunately, wow. uh, um, I don't get to go out with this graduating class. but Wow, uh, yeah. I'm blessed uh, that I've done 40, a total of 43 years. Um, so I'm very happy that I've uh, hopefully made a difference in some people's lives. So that's, I'm going out on that, on that yeah. note. Coach, man, you, uh, we know that you made a difference in a lot of lives. Mine won. Uh, the year, the <laughs> year we had coaching, man, we had so much fun. And I just get, you know, start from the beginning how you and I met a gentleman who's been on our podcast, Mr. Carlton Cooper, yeah. uh, Cooper Loop. And yes. um, uh, Cooper Loop is a good man and, and um, met him, you know, through Reggie Dupart. Okay. Who we hope to have on soon. But yeah. uh, what ended up happening, I went to, I brought a gentleman, a kid, to Coop. I said, Coop, I have a kid, man. I'm looking for a team that he can play on. He said, man, I got just a guy for you, man. My man, Herman Carr, he got a team. He's always fielding teams, so he might be able to help you. And I remember setting up a meeting with you. I think yeah. we met at SMU. And, Where? Uh, at SMU, at Dallas. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. We, I think we went to a game or something like that. We might have missed, met at a game. And yeah. I brought the kid, Corey, with me. Yes. And you said, uh, yeah, he could be on the team. I said, but you got a coach. 
I'm like, I don't want to coach. I said, I've been there, done that. You're like, that well, the only way the kid can be on the team is your coach. <laughs> Gotta be Got responsible for the kids you bring me, man. <laughs> you have to be responsible for those guys. You say, you just ain't gonna drop this kid off in my lap. You're like, drop the coach too. Hey. I don't want baby's kids. You're going to have the coach too. I'm like, what? I thought I'd just hand them off to you, you do. But uh, so that's how it started, man. And from that point forward, we had a great team, the Texas Trojans. Yeah. Uh, now, you said you were at Green Hill for 29 years. Now, Green Hill is one of the better schools in the city of Dallas, uh, has an excellent reputation has um, produced a lot of great students who go on to do great things. How is that going to change your life, being away from coaching and being away from Green Hill? You're right. Uh, Green Hill's a great place. It's, um, um, it's been uh, really, really good to me. Um, and it's helped me to grow as well. 29 years. 29 years ago, what, I was 34? Yeah. Wow, wow. So, uh um, it has helped me to grow a lot. And so the fact that uh, I, I, I'm leaving, but mm -hmm. the, 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 the friendship, the students, the, mm -hmm. the, the parents that I have had an mm -hmm. opportunity to bond with, right. uh, I'm still there. Uh, yeah. they're still there. They, don't, they don't just come and go. Because right. they're all good people. Good people uh, there's a right. lot of good people in my life. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I surround myself with good people, and mm -hmm. they stay with me uh, right. for life. Uh, friends are forever, and uh, right. and then um, you know it's it's a tough time. Uh, a lot of people don't see the the days, the tough days that we're going through right, right now. Yes, sir. Uh, and at my age, sixty-five, uh, mm, young. <laughs> yeah, you got to continue to live your life, though. You know. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. So I don't. I, I eliminate the drama and the stress, and that is one key to my life. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, but now, uh, what, what age group are you coaching right now? Uh, actually, I'm done. I just had uh, – I didn't coach this year. Oh, um, you didn't? Okay. No, I had knee replacement surgery from my old oh. Xavier injury. <laughs> Finally got my um, – and I hurt my knee. I recall the day I hurt my knee. And I was over 40-some years, uh, years ago, 50 years ago. And um, I just had knee surgery in November. Okay. And so, so this is uh, one year that I – because that was in November. And you got to think. Um, so we had, after that, we had Thanksgiving, Christmas, and then the virus, uh, the right, break. Right. So I, we haven't been in school very much. No one has been in school very much this year. Exactly. Less than three so, months. Yes. So that's, that's, that's interesting. It's never happened before uh, yeah. for me or anyone. Yeah, so, so that's a unique change. That, it, 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 exactly. And it's a change in education, too. And, you know, there's been three different styles of education. Right. You got the old school, and I mm -hmm. came, and somebody said, what about the old school? I said, well, we, they used to paddle us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you I went to some the, of that, too. Remember that? Yeah. went to the very diverse Education, when you were being diverse, you were being educated by people of uh, other races and stuff instead of right, black. Right. And mm -hmm. now you have the online education and what the viruses mm -hmm. are affecting the school system. Yes. So, and yeah, so it's, been, it's been many phases of education that I've gone through. 
right. you know, to other people as well. Yes, yes. Well, when you talk about education, it brings me back and you talk about the old school. Um, originally from what, Gaston, Alabama? Gaston, Alabama, 49 miles outside of Birmingham, uh, right, right. Of Chattanooga. And uh, yeah. up in the mountain. I'm a mountain boy. I grew up in the yeah, mountain. <laughs> yeah. Well, the gentleman who did the podcast before you, he's from Chattanooga. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chattanooga, man, beautiful place. Uh, it is. Yeah. So all that, that stuff up there, man, it's it's golden. Mm-hmm. Uh, the landscape is beautiful, mm-hmm. and I uh, got some great people up there as well. Right. Now, how many siblings did you have? I know you speak of your father. And nine girls, <laughs> nine girls, six boys. Wow. wow. Nine girls, six boys. Fifteen. Yes. You know, my Damn. mom was hard. My mom was hard of hearing. And, uh, <laughs> so, uh, so uh, when they, whenever they went to bed, um, uh-huh. my daddy would say, uh, say, uh, baby, uh, you want to sleep or what? And she went, what? What? Fifteen years later. Fifteen years later. Fifteen years later. What? Fifteen. Wow. You know, and it was great. uh, Pops was never on welfare. We farmed our own farm. I've been green for a long time. Been green. I've been green for a long time. We had our own meat and our own vegetables. We uh, he grew his own. Own vegetables, and we processed our own meat. Wow, wow! So y'all that's was killing. That's why I look like a defensive end right now. <laughs> y'all, y'all getting to killing those hogs and everything. Uh, we raised hogs. It was it was so funny because I'm the star basketball player in the city, uh-huh. and I'm raising hogs as a living. So <laughs> we had the, the school that we I played at. We had to go by and pick up the slop from the school to feed the hogs. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so wow. we 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 earned the title of Hog Patrol. Hog Patrol. <laughs> yeah, my dad had no shame. My dad was a hard worker. He had no shame. Man. Yeah, exactly. And I, I kind of at the end, I embraced it. Uh, I embraced a lot of his stuff at the end because it was mm. good stuff, man. It was good it was. stuff. Yeah, it was good teaching. Common yeah. sense, no fluff. common sense. They're doing it now. He was way ahead of their time. Right, right. Because right. they're doing what he's doing, what he did then, he's doing it now. Oh. They're doing it now. Yeah. And calling uh, it fancy names. Huh? And calling it fancy names. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of farmers out there still, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, for me to go through that um, taught me quite a bit. I can field dress mm-hmm. any animal. I, I look, <laughs> I wonder <laughs> if I, <laughs> my dad would hit a deer on the highway, uh-huh. throw it on the car. And bring, bring it home. home. <laughs> bring it home, baby. Yeah, that's so, that's that, that uh, Bambi chili and stuff like that. Yeah, Bambi man. Um, yeah. Alaskan uh, last frontier, baby. <laughs> I know that's right. Uh, so now with 15 siblings, and you say your dad worked and farmed, uh, you played basketball, probably lifting them hogs made you strong. Huh? No. Yeah. Um, um, I, I told you we were green, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so my dad also put put forty three years in at the steel mill. Wow. Okay. Forty three years, and uh, wow. so he was doing steel mill and farming and doing that. So, um, wow. so, uh, and I told you we were green. So in the third grade, mm-hmm. uh, my house burned down. A house burned. Wow. Down. 
So okay. yeah, my sister, my sister came in to save me, brought, put wow. me on her shoulder, carried me out, and wow. uh, we lost our house. Wow. So my dad decided he was going to build, rebuild the house himself. So um, he didn't have much <laughs> knowledge on regulation. So I'm six six, and we got a seven foot ceiling in the house. And, uh, <laughs> you get excited. That's not compensating for the chandeliers. The chandeliers uh -huh. are 6'6", So, and then, um, so he took all the bricks from the house, uh -huh. and, and during the summer months, my job was to clean the brick, clean the uh, the cement off the bricks, and then wow. restack the bricks, and we rebuilt our house from the bricks. So, wow! Wow! Yeah. So I was a country boy, man. I was a, I was so you totally learned, a country boy, huh? You learned. That's learning hard work. As, that was hard work. That's where your work ethic came from. So yeah. that's why, you know, coaching basketball was almost easy because you knew you gotta, what hard work was like. Mm -hmm. yeah. You got to, whatever you do, you have to stick to it. Right. To, right. Be, to be good at it. You can't, right. uh, you can't look at it and wish or hope that you can do those things. You really got to right. jump in there. Right. Do it. right. Yeah. Put the work in. Yeah. Yeah. You got to put the work in. And then it'll be okay. That's that's what I tell the boys in sports. I push you hard so that you can uh, play hard. Right, and, right. Yeah. Now, was it Gaston High that you played basketball at? Um, so I, I reflect on this a lot. 1969, mm -hmm. uh, segregation in Alabama. Schools, mm -hmm. all the schools were segregated. Wow. And so I was, uh, I had planned on attending uh, Carver High School. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Gaston, as G A D S E S D, not Gaston. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, Gaston. Gaston. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Gaston. And um, so, six and I, um, we were integrated, and I ended mm -hmm. up going to uh, um, General Forrest Junior High School, uh, okay. predominantly white school. Um, mm -hmm. And then from there, um, I played basketball at Emma Sanson High School. Did three years three years of basketball at Emma Sanderson High School, which is no longer in existence. Uh, wow. They uh, consolidated all the uh, public schools in Gaston and come up with, uh, came up with one big one. It's a, it's a big one. Drake uh, Kirkpatrick came from the school. Okay. Gaston. Gaston. Now, tell me this. So you, it was, uh, it was, was the high school predominantly white as well? The high school was predominantly white. Um, okay. And, and then we had to fight all that. <laughs> um, the high school, the high school name was Emma Samson Rebels. Oh wow! The Rebels in yeah, Alabama. Had the Rebel flag. Yeah, the Rebel flag. Um, oh wow! And then the school, the city was divided, so uh, ended up going to uh, Emma Samson. Um, <laughs> the other city school was Gaston High School, okay. which was uh, all the rich kids, and Emma Samson oh, wow. School was a working class. And okay. uh, uh, I lived on that side of town, and. Uh, um, Gaston High School, uh, Emma Sanson High School, the Rebels. So you had that red, the, the Rebel flag, yeah. Oh man, we fought. We had to fight every day. Amen. And yeah. I had I had some black friends, and they were, yeah. they were, <laughs> they were pretty hard. <laughs> they were pretty. <laughs> they were big. One one of my friends, his name is Rozell Wyatt. Uh -huh. Rozell Wyatt, and Rozell had a. He was the number one. He was the number one football player in the state of Alabama in 1973. Wow. Wow. Ohio State uh, had an Ohio State uh, scholarship. Okay. And, uh, and never got a chance to go there because I uh, ended up with uh, 
on drugs. I remember every day in the ninth grade, we it was a fight. It was a fight. <laughs> yeah, because you know uh, the, the 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 kids at Emma Samson was not giving up there. That's right, 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 right. So, that then, was some tough times. Yeah, it was a tough time. Nineteen seventy three yeah. was. Uh, yeah. 69 through 73 was integration, and that was tough. Right. So, yeah. Well, see, that's now, what you I remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, 63 was uh, uh, was civil rights movement. Civil rights movement, yeah. And if, and uh, I was affected by that a little bit. I ended up in being in a couple of riots, and uh, also wow. my parents. My parents they had us at home during those times, so right, uh, right. So we were not we were not on the front line, but. We were right there. It was our right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because you know, that was in 63, man. That, that was a hotbed for the civil rights movement. In Birmingham and you know, Alabama? And Birmingham yeah. and Montgomery and Selma. Yeah. That was yeah. truly so, well, a challenge. We went time. through that. It was very, and then, man, there was, uh, you know, the steel mills was in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Birmingham had a lot of steel mills, and we had uh, um, air pollution. Those right. days we couldn't go outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was uh, there was a lot going on. You know, if you think about the Vietnam War, it was busy. It was a busy time. Very dangerous. So, Coach Woody, how do you think that molded you to be the man that you are today? Because you know that's the the one thing that I admire about you. You got friends of all colors, creeds, religions, races. <laughs> Every you know. You, you just, you know, a man of the people. So how do you think those times molded you to be what you are today? That's a good question because the um, only thing I can think about is my mentors, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, you know, your parents. Mm-hmm. I have both parents in my family um, there yeah. for me. Uh, yeah. my, my dad was uh, a manly man, macho, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. strong. Right, um, right. Could drive a tractor, could drive anything. Mm-hmm. Then I had my coaches, right, uh, right, who taught me skills, taught mm-hmm. me how to run, jump, shoot hoops, right. Um, right. And then you had you have people, uh, your fans, right, right. Not just the people that sit in the stands and cheer you on. I'm talking about mm-hmm. the people. I had a couple guys in my neighborhood who mm-hmm. who saw uh, my potential. Mm-hmm. And then they they uh, they uh, patted me on the back. They pushed mm-hmm. me. I remember right. my seventh grade coach. He came to see me play. Pulled me aside. He said, "You got to be a dog. Mm. <laughs> so you don't have no dog in you." Mm. I go, "What's that?" He said, "You gotta you gotta get aggressive." Mm. And uh, so uh, at that time, that's the year I made the basketball team. So. Uh, and then, funny story, <laughs> seventh grade basketball, coach said, coach, so Herm, you don't get 10 rebounds, I got to cut you. Wow. I went out and got 20. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so, I didn't have any shoes. I, wow. I, I, so, I had shoes, uh, and you may remember this story, W.T. Grant. Mm-hmm. No, I don't, I don't. Uh, it was a store called WT Grant. I think it was in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. sold these tennis shoes, two for $5. Wow. Two pair for $5. But I played outdoors a lot. They The bottom would fall out. <laughs> so they were, so, were, were Jimmy's. So, 
They were what we call Jimmy's or Bobo. Bobo. So they were like the jelly shoes. They were not very strong. So uh, tryouts the next day, Monday. I go in the gym. I got my um, Bobos, as you call them. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Coach, we go through practice, and Coach said, all right, we're going to run some lines. So I'm running line. (laughs) So have you ever seen the cable guy? So I get to the free throw line. I have to stop and I slide to the line. Then I get up and I'm doing a Fred Flintstone. I'm coming back. But I'm the coach go, come here. He's like, let me see your shoes. <laughs> you got bobos. No up. bottom. No oh, bottom. <laughs> coach, coach went in there and gave me a pair of beta bullets. Ooh, he said beta, God. <laughs> you remember beta bullets? I've been a beta bullets, yeah. That's the old school. Uh, uh, from wow. there, I went to Converse, Adidas, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, that was my seventh grade year. And then the next uh-huh. year, they wanted me to play freshman ball, but I, I progressed that well, that fast. Okay. Okay. And he wanted me to play freshman ball, and uh, <laughs> uh, I said no. And then uh, that's when the next year we integrated to go up to okay. Uh, General Fars. General uh, Fars. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was not very good. We played we played a lot of basketball on the playground mm-hmm. in the project. Right, right. And uh um I was not very good till I got this coach name, uh Coach Robinson. Okay. We call him old man. Coach Robinson never dressed out. Never wow. dressed out. And you could you would never before you stepped on his shoes, you would mm-hmm. look at him. <laughs> <laughs> You were, you were definitely, when he walked up, the first thing you saw was his shoes, shoes. Uh-huh. Then, his, then his pants leg, then his red paddle. Wow. Kappa Alpha Psi, baby. <laughs> and he, he had that red paddle, then he had a tie, then you uh-huh. saw his head. But uh, very respectful. He was a, he was a, uh, for my first coach. Okay. No, I can't say that. My first coach was a baseball. I went baseball first. Baseball, okay. And then uh, I, I think I quit because I questioned the uh, uh, <laughs> sexuality of my coaches. Oh. <laughs> so my dad, my dad was this huge baseball fan. And uh-huh. like, why, why are you not going to play baseball? And I never told him. But uh, I was a yeah, catcher. Yeah. I was a catcher. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and then I finally grew, and I grew out of that position. Out of position, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. See, I love baseball too, but we didn't have a baseball team per se. Yeah, uh, in my high school, we did. I started with football. That was my first thing. But my oh, I was, made it, so. whew, I was yeah. too tough in football. Too tough. Uh, <laughs> uh, I had to quit because my mom didn't want me to play. Same uh, here. Yeah, I was. I was dirty. <laughs> I was. I was mean. Uh-huh. Uh, I can remember. Uh, Pancaking this guy I never liked before, and uh-huh. throwing and throwing dead grass in his face. He <laughs> <laughs> just vicious. He was vicious. So my, mom, my mom was like, "Are you playing football?" I go, "No, I lied. I changed. I, I signed your name, and I uh, come uh-huh. home dirty. I would come home dirty, and uh, finally I gave in, and uh, uh-huh. she told me to quit. I had to quit. Oh. Wow. Yeah, my yeah. mother hated it too. She said it was too hey, Did you see uh that was a uh, Shannon Sharp was on the was on TV yesterday talking about Michael Jordan. Did you see that? Oh, I see you know, I think I seen someone with him and Skip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so see someone, yeah. Yeah, we're talking about 
uh, it's, it's a funny story that I can relate to. He was talking mm-hmm. about Michael Jordan. Uh, right. Michael Jordan wouldn't feed, uh, took, told Harris Grant he couldn't eat a pretty meal. <laughs> and Shelly Sharp went off. He went, uh, uh, he could never do that to me. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't uh, understand. Uh, anyway, he was saying, I would fight Michael. And uh, that happened to me in the sixth grade. Right. Yeah, uh, the, the best player in the city, Ricky, was, mm. oh, man, Ricky was good. Mm-hmm. But Ricky was also a bully. Mm. And uh, so, but Ricky, uh, uh, he, he spit on me. Oh, and man. Sixth grade. And uh, uh, Mr. Lipskin brought us into the, uh, to the room, put, a, put us in a big circle, gave us the boxing gloves. Yeah. <laughs> gave us the block off. Um, and I, I beat the snot out of Ricky. Ever, ever since then, uh, Ricky, uh, we competed for the next six years. Wow, and, uh, wow. He ended up going to the University of Alabama and went to Xavier. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. So that was, that was, yeah, that you know, I had a nemesis like that too. Uh, well, in the summer school, that's how you handle it. Yeah. yeah got, into the, got into the boxing glove too. Do it, not I mean, it was, it was out. a good it was a good equalizer, man. Yeah, it was yeah. Just a good equalizer. So. Yeah, but you know, then you know, when I got into the ring, I thought I about I was Ali. I was, more, <laughs> I was more style and substance, and got knocked smoothed out. <laughs> but, but you know what? Uh, I got an education in boxing. My brother-in-law took me, uh-huh. and I still use his technique now, man. Uh, wow. Uh, and then that, <laughs> I guess that same week, I had to fight Ricky. So. Wow, so you got you prepared. <laughs> I got prepared. I can, and I'm a pretty good boxer, man. Not bad. Yeah, I love boxing. That's, that's yeah. the sweet science. I love that. So now you leave high school, and then what brings you to New Orleans, Louisiana, Xavier University? I had some offers. Uh, uh, I had, um, I know for, a coach didn't give me the paperwork, but I had offers to Drake University. Uh, I had uh, Spelman, Morehouse, mm, okay. uh, Miles. Uh, wow. UAB. Okay. I had okay. offers all through the Southwest. Remember the kid I told you I was Ricky? Uh, I was fighting. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, we were playing them the last game of the season, and uh, uh, I used to wear them out. <laughs> you put them, so put them, put the numbers I, up on them. I couldn't shoot, but I was master of the boards. Okay. Right, right, right. So, uh, and then they didn't have three point line anyway. So, oh no, back then, yeah. Yeah, what no big, big deal. You gotta be in the paint. Yeah. If you yeah. six foot, you gotta be inside yeah. the paint. If you didn't have a paint game, you you, you didn't go places. No. So Ricky and I was playing at Gaston High. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh Coach Conley was up there from Xavier. He was okay. they were they were looking at Ricky and uh he said he came over after the game, he said, Man, he said uh uh, Coach Baker said, uh, and I'll tell you about Coach Baker later. He's okay. he's famous. Uh, okay. Coach Baker said, Herman, uh, Xavier want to talk to you. Uh, they pulled me aside. And he said, man, look, we came up here to see Ricky, but we want you. Damn. And uh, I was so happy because I didn't want to go to Atlanta because my family migrated there. Wow. I didn't want to go to Birmingham. It was too close. Right. And, uh, there was a school called Livingston University. <laughs> they wow. told my mom they would move her down there and put her in a, in a mobile home. <laughs> wow. So, That's a mobile home. Right. So 
my first plane trip ever was to New Orleans. I wow. flew to New Orleans on a plane. Wow. Uh, stayed at uh, Mason Dale. What's the, what's the hotel on uh, on Tulane? Was it was it Fountain Blue? No, the Black Hotel. Oh, uh, oh, the Mason Strip. Mason's Mason. Was it Mason's on Claiborne Avenue? Yeah. Mason Strip, yeah. You know, uh, Xavier didn't go that far down, but now they, yeah, go, yeah. That, they go all the way down there. Yeah, to, yeah. To Claiborne. So yeah. I, they put me up in Claiborne in 1973. I don't know if you remember. It was a huge flood. Mississippi yeah. flooded. Yep, yep, and yeah. Mississippi flooded, and I was down there during the flood time. My mom was real worried. I signed with Xavier. Four days later, I was in a speech class. Oh, wow, <laughs> and, wow. And Xavier. Four days later, I was wow. gone. And I I didn't mind because I was ready to leave Alabama. Right, uh, right. Alabama had, had slowed down for me. And uh, mm-hmm. and I had promised myself I was going to see the world. Well, I know uh, probably when you was in that class, they had a nice bevy of good-looking women there, too. So that didn't, have, that didn't hurt either, did it? Oh, man, New Orleans have some of the most beautiful women. <laughs> I, was, I was hooked. And then they have beautiful women coming into New Orleans, too. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I was hooked. I, I was hooked on the city, the the, the, uh, the energy of the city. Right, you know? right. Um, drinking age was... <laughs> was 12. You know, eight, it was eight. Uh, funny story. And, I, and I, I didn't believe that. I didn't uh-huh. believe that until uh, my friend, uh, uh, Mac, Big Mac, had a son and he was a he was a player at Xavier. So mm-hmm. he lived uptown. And mm-hmm. uh so he said one day we were at his house and he go, uh and uh Mac, uh go around the corner and get me a beer, a quart. Mm-hmm. Mac was Mac was seven years old. <laughs> Mac was little little, little Mac yeah. was seven years old and he did it by himself. Yeah. <laughs> one guy had a quarter slit so, so. Yeah. <laughs> you know Sometimes when you tell people these drinking stories, uh, they don't understand New Orleans. Oh, uh, New Orleans, so, yeah. Yeah, they don't understand New Orleans. Mm, but when I talk about, place. yeah, when I talk about drinking, it's just their culture. Uh, yeah. Drinking yeah. is allowed in the culture. And yeah. They're very religious people. It's, you have your it's food. You have, yeah, a lot of the churches have beer blasts after the, yes. after the service. You, know, you can go yeah. in the back, get your beer, and chill out. <laughs> My brother... My brother, who was a shade tree uh, minister, I call him shade tree minister, no education at all. So he's been in the church. Um, mm-hmm. So he always told me, he said, nothing is a sin until you overdo it. Right, right. You're not right. sinning until you burning something out or doing, yeah, yeah. doing too much of it. So he, yeah, yeah, he always told me that, and I always I carry that with me. How was the experience? You got to play a little bit with one of my cousins. My dad told you it was my cousin Bruce C. Bruce, Bruce, uh, Bruce was a player, man. God, he could play. I, yeah. I only dreamed I could shoot that well. Yeah. Now, I was, uh, I wasn't. A lot of people was afraid of Bruce, mm-hmm. but I didn't have any fear. I'd never been. I'd never been afraid of nothing. Yeah, well, nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't tell you that. Um, to backtrack, I, mm-hmm. I've been on my own since I was sixteen. Wow. Okay. I've been on my own. I was married for eight years, but wow. But um, I've been on my own since I was sixteen. I left home 
Um, my dad uh, pulled a gun on me. Wow. Um, there was a fight between my family and him. He thought I was in on it. He pulled a gun on me. I left home at 16, moved to wow. Atlanta. Moved to Atlanta, wow. enrolled in Douglas High School, uh, came back my junior year. My mom, <laughs> I'm glad my mom came and got me. She came up there and she said, you're not going to school up here. And I was so happy she did because I would have wow. been, been, my brother, my brother uh, was too nice to me. He let me do anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we lived in Dixie Hill. I don't know if you know the story in Atlanta. We, no, no. We lived in Dixie Hill. There's, okay. uh, there's been one major riot in Atlanta. I think it's only one. And that was in Dixie Hill. And Dixie I was, Hill. Okay. I was in, at that time, I was in Dixie Hill. In wow. The, in, so right in the, in the middle of the riot. Mm. And uh, so uh, my mom came and got me <laughs> and brought me back home. And uh, wow. about four blocks from the house, I moved in with a Jehovah Witness. Oh. <laughs> so did you have to go out on Saturdays with a certain time? Actually, no, no. She didn't bother me about that. She knew I was Baptist. She okay. ran a boarding house. So that's, I'm glad I backtracked because that's where my uh, understanding of religions, uh, okay. different, different cultures, different faith. religions, mm -hmm. my respect. That's where my mm -hmm. respect started. So mm -hmm. I didn't bother her. She was an oh, excellent lady, very nice. Mm -hmm. And uh, I stayed there for two years. And then that's mm -hmm. when I went to New Orleans. So, wow. so, so that's then, where you got begin to work on your faith and things like that. Um, it's, it's coming. It's coming. Because, you know, I grew up in the church. I was a Baptist. Right. I grew up in the church. Yeah, Sunday, school, Sunday school, church. Uh, Bible, Bible study, vocational, vocational, uh, Bible school, camp. Vacation Bible, vacation Bible school. Yeah, that was great, mm -hmm. man. And uh, I grew up in the church. Uh, I was still in the church, still going to church. Moved to mm -hmm. uh, New Orleans for a, you know a year, a couple years. Got away from it. Think about it. I'm at a religious school. Mm -hmm. We had to go to chapel every night. Yeah, chapel. chapel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm understanding now. I've got a Catholic. I'm at a Catholic mm -hmm. school. Mm -hmm. So, uh, it, so go back. I I didn't have a lot of fear because I had experienced a lot of stuff. Right, I was, 16, I, was big, yeah. I was a big kid, and mm -hmm. I wanted to I wanted to wonder a little bit. Right, right. Want to see life. So uh, I wasn't afraid of Bruce, and uh, mm -hmm. uh, Bruce and I are good friends. His sister uh, dated his sister. His sister, yeah, uh, Rhonda and Rhonda. Uh, uh -huh. And Rhonda and I still, we still talk. We still talk. To wow. This day. Okay. Okay. And uh, so, uh, but then Bruce left. That left me in a, a very important position because I had to play the hole. I had to play right. post at 6'6". Six, six. <laughs> wow. Now, Big Gabe, we had a, uh, another guy at 6'10 that could jump out of the gym. Wow. Gabe okay. Eaglin. But Gabe was, in practice, oh, he was all-American. He, he was confusing. But mm -hmm. he had a he had a little game shy in it. Uh, yeah, when the lights came on, it was tough. Yeah, it was tough for him. So that yeah. moved me into a position to play my freshman year. Okay. Was Slick Watts there, or was had he gone? Slick, Slick, that that was uh, he left. He left that year. Oh, he left that year. Donald Slick. He left Watts. the year I came in, uh, okay. and then uh, uh, James Williams, Dale Valerie, Victor Duvernay. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I know all the boys. <laughs> you know, Dale, all the boys. Dale, my boy. You know, I love Dale. Yeah, yeah man. So Dale, Dale, Dale was so good to me. He was yeah. uh, just a nice guy. 
Yeah, quiet spirit, very, you know, yeah. passionate yeah. about basketball. Yeah. To shoot the lights out. Shoot the lights out. Mm-hmm. To play play mm-hmm. hard. Brought it, yep. brought, yeah. brought it every game. Yeah. Yeah, we that's what we, you know, we played a lot of basketball in that gym, man. No AC. No AC. You know? Did you know Big uh, Thad? Saturday, yeah, the trainer. Yeah, 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 the trainer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no AC. Yeah, no AC in that gym. That was basketball at its purest, man. Hey, a match would have brought it down. One match would have brought yeah. it down. Because <laughs> it was all wood. It was all wood. Yeah. So that when was, we played, was, uh-huh. when we played, uh, Tulane wouldn't play us in there. Oh, for no, for, for sure. No, new, uh, yeah. UNO, UNO would come in. It was standing room only, baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was, it was, it was intense. It was very intense. But, but uh, it was nothing like that atmosphere as like in the barn. Oh in man! In the barn or, or, when, or Dillard when they play at Dillard. Oh my God! We played intense, uh, and people hated coming in the barn. We we yeah. so we beat, we were we beat Tulane. We beat New Orleans. We beat a lot of teams. We, yeah, we yeah. Played, yeah. So kept a good squad there. Yeah, and yeah. that year that I came in, man, mm-hmm. uh, he, we were loaded. Boy, we man. were loaded. Yeah, we had yeah. the uh, the numbers two, uh, uh, number two player out of Baton, uh, Baton Rouge, Baton, okay. uh, out of uh, Lab. What's I was up Southern Lab. Southern Lab. Uh huh. Southern yeah. Lab. And yeah. he came in. He turned all the other schools down. Turned out of LSU. He came in. Wow. Uh, so we were loaded. We were loaded, and uh, yeah. had a good team. Excellent, excellent. Well, you do two years there, and you you start your journey, and you end up in Dallas, Texas. Just a, a, a quarter of my journey, um, I left New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I probably should have stayed, um, but uh, I made a decision to leave. And I don't look back on any of my decisions mm-hmm. because you know you, you make a, you make your decision and then you gotta live right. with them. You gotta live with them. Mm-hmm. You gotta live with them. So we ended up um, uh, leaving. We we looked for other schools to go to. It was mm-hmm. four of us. It was a package deal, and package deal is never good for the for the individual. <laughs> it's good yep. for the group, yep. but never good for the individual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So moved up here. Um, we were going to go to A&M, but Shelby uh, decided he didn't want to risk. Because you have to sit out during that time. You have to sit out a whole year mm-hmm, before mm-hmm. you transfer. Now right. you don't have to sit out. You can just transfer. Um, mm-hmm. Shelby said no. Um, then we uh, we uh, looked at Midwestern. Uh, Midwestern yeah. was, uh, um, you know, it's in uh, Wichita. Wichita Falls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we decided on Dallas Baptist. And okay. Man. <laughs> On that well, hill, on that over there, nothing. It was nothing over there. <laughs> it was nothing. It was black, dark. We had left New Orleans. We had left Bourbon Street for West Oakland. <laughs> the Potter House was Cult- over there. Culture uh, shock, huh? Oh my God! So we sitting in the dorm one day, and we, you know, we got a couple beers, and uh-huh. they ratted us out. <laughs> Oh, God, on that Baptist campus, because you can go there. Now, not just Baptist, Southern Baptist. Southern Baptist, uh, yep, true that. Southern Baptist. Not missionary Baptist. Yeah, so Uh no dancing, no drinking, no smoking. We walk outside one evening, and there's this thundering sound of music. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. The Bishop College Band is 
is marching. Mm-hmm. And you can hear him down all the way down Keys. Uh, and so uh, there was one black girl over there and we befriended her because she didn't have any friends. <laughs> so she had a car. We got in her car and we drove over to Bishop College. Uh, was was just in heaven because we haven't seen black people in a while, you know. Since we love Xavier, huh? Yeah. So uh, we get over there and the coach, uh, he, he runs us down. And, mm. and uh, the recruits is right down the spot to come over to his place. We go mm. over. Uh, we go over there and uh, mm-hmm. we uh, enroll, and so mm-hmm. we got a squad. We got we got a, we got a hell of another hell of a squad we don't put together. Mm-hmm. But that's hard to manage when you get yeah. uh, kids coming in from all everywhere, and you got to follow mm-hmm. the rules of you, right, uh, right. The, the conference NCAA. rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I played one year there, and then I was tired of school. Uh, wow. I, I wanted to get out of school. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I kind of figured I had tried out for the pros in New Orleans with the Jazz. With the Jazz, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, um, you know I couldn't shoot, but you know I was a hard guy on the boards. I mean, you, right, nobody right. played hard on it. Nobody could out rebound me. So there you go. Um, yeah. So and then uh, so I played one year and then um, decided to get a job. Um, meanwhile, mm-hmm. I, I finished my uh, physical education degree. Okay. And then, and then I started at Bishop. Mm-hmm. At Bishop. Mm-hmm. Then I started working on my political science. I have a double major. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, so I started doing uh, political work, working for okay. Charles Rose and El Cliff. Okay. Okay. And, wow. uh, uh, that was my goal. And then so one day, um, the director of education came and said, Hey, uh, I got a, a call from SMU, uh, not SMU, from uh, St. Mark's all boys mm-hmm. school in North Dallas. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're looking for some student teaching, teachers. Okay, now we got to go back to that religious thing. Mm-hmm. I'm now at an all-black Baptist school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. It's from college, yeah. You went from Catholic to Baptist. Southern uh-huh. Baptist to the all-black Catholic school, uh, Baptist school. So uh, go, I go out to... Uh, St. Mark's, uh, me and Reginald Ham- Hamilton, and um, at the end of the day, I-, I told them, I committed to them. 1978, I graduated, mm-hmm. I went back and graduated in 79 from Bishop. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. uh, I did 10 years at St. Mark's. Wow, 10 years, okay. 10 years at St. Mark's. Wow. Uh, and then, uh, that was, if you, if you can... Calculate the years. That's during the mm-hmm. 80s. So the 80s was yeah. real hard. Man, yeah. In Dallas, yeah. the 80s was bad. Hey, Actually, hey, cause, yeah, because it was it wasn't really integrated there. Did they have any blacks going well, attending? Before before that, no. Uh, I was the first black coach there. Wow, wow. Contracted black coach. They had another guy there named Terry uh, Terry Gibson, good guy. Okay, mm-hmm. but he was a uh, I think he was more part-time. I don't think he was okay. full-time. And uh, so I did my student teaching. They asked me to stay on. Uh, mm-hmm. My first year, eight Gs. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I flipped eight Gs, baby. Eight Gs. You thought you were like, I didn't made it. Look, Ma, I didn't made it. Man, I had an efficiency <laughs> apartment. I slept on a couch bed the bars in my back. Uh, it was full of roaches. 
uh, I will not. If you got a, if I see a roach, I'm I'm running. Yeah, and that was in Oakland. Wow. Uh, Oakland. Oakland was a red light district at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Cedar Springs and all that. Yeah, <laughs> red light. I remember. So uh, yeah. during that time, I met my I met my wife. And uh, wow. so one of the guys at St. Mark said, uh, you need to get married. And I go, oh, I'm good. <laughs> you don't know you need to get married. <laughs> he said, uh, I got the girl. He eventually found a girlfriend. And uh, uh -huh. we moved to from uh, Oakland to Duncanville. To okay. the woods. Wow. To the woods. Nothing was out there then. Nothing out there. The lake, they were building the lake. <laughs> wow. Wow. And, uh, if I if I had to do it again, I would stay where I was, uh, most okay. centralized. Right, right. So um, I'm I'm the only black teacher there. Wow. Uh, throughout throughout the whole school, the only black teacher. Yeah. yeah. And man, I got some. I got for students. I got Luke Wilson, Owen Wilson, uh, wow. the actors. Uh, Clark Hunt. Wow. Uh, man, the Crows. All those people are there. Wow. So, Crow and those kids, yeah. Yeah. So the first day, I walk up. I catch a bus. I press the road. Uh-huh. And I, and I catch got my, the bus. I got my tourist socks on. Oh, you know, yeah. The high sock with the two stripes. <laughs> I got on some short, short, shorts. <laughs> Coachy shorts. <laughs> no, man. No. Like, gym shorts. Gym, they gym all, shorts? And they all match you. They all oh, match. And uh, I walk up, and uh, I so this this one family, the Newhall family, uh, they all meet. So <laughs> I walk up, and it's a limousine pull up, mm -hmm. a limo pull up, and right in front of the library, and seven blonde kids get out of the car. Wow, uh, seven blonde kids, <laughs> and uh, it was a Newhall family, and they were all friends of mine. So. Um, that I got that. That was my start. That was, that was wow, it. Wow. 1978. Wow, wow. Yeah. And so was Clark Hunt. And then for those who don't know, he's now the uh, the CEO of the, the Kansas City Chiefs. Correct? Owner. Owner. Owner in chief. Yeah. Okay. Just won the uh, Super Bowl. Just won the Super Bowl right here out of Dallas. Lamar Hunt's son, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, all those guys were there. It, it was just loaded. Um, mm -hmm. God, I could go on and on with names. Mm -hmm. uh, and a lot of those guys are still in my life right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're still in my life. And, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm not egotistical, but, you know, mm -hmm. when you show up and you say the right things, do the right thing, listen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you catch people's attention. Uh, you mm -hmm. get people's attention. And right. they were... Uh, they were always uh, they they were there was a lot of respect. Yeah, yeah, I know that. I remember one day we were in a car together after practice or something. I think Doctor Phil or Doctor Phil's son called you. I can't remember yeah. who, who yeah. it was. And I was, he was like, "Oh, that was Doctor Phil." Like what? <laughs> Doctor uh, Jay McGraw and I. Uh, Jay, uh, that was through, at Green Hill when I met them. Right, right. So. Uh, that was when I and uh, so yeah I just I mean I was just like I was in awe. Uh, mm -hmm. They thought since I was a big guy, mm -hmm. you know, they see a big guy coming my size, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm you know I'm six six two eighty, mm -hmm. 
but mm-hmm. they you get people to attention and people yeah. want to know who are what, you what's the feeling what you filled yeah. up with <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah anger yeah. tissue yeah, <laughs> i've been calling yeah, yeah. grizzly i've been calling yeah. teddy bear but you I know, know uh i got a lot of respect a lot of respect right, right. You did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but now i want you to know uh, i was not i was taught not to take nothing less i remember my first year there uh, one mm-hmm. of the kids called me herman and i got called into the office and i was told never that is never to happen again. You know, to be respected, wow. and you and, and you you have a title. Wow! And so I became coach. That's why I became coach. Right. So That's everybody a, now before everybody. then, before then my nickname was Tree. Tree. <laughs> I was I was Tree. I was Herman. No, I was Doug. Doug. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know why I got that name. Uh, oh, and then I was Tree. Then I was. Yeah, I remember we talked about Tree. <laughs> and then I've been coach ever since. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, affectionately known as coach. Everybody's coach. <laughs> so now you was at St. Mark's for ten years. Um, yeah. How, how did you make that transition to Green Hill, or was there another well, stop in between there? I had another stop. Um, okay. I got. Um, I told you in the eighties. I got released from my St. Mark's because of okay. the, the economy. Okay. They cut eight mm-hmm. teachers. Uh, okay. Before then, I had won two championships. Uh, wow, okay. Uh, I got uh, three, actually. I won one in volleyball. And, wow. Uh, <laughs> what happened in volleyball was funny because uh, I had my basketball players in the gym train. You know, I wanted to keep my – I wanted to stay close to my basketball players. Right, 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 right. And I, and I would always have them in the gym, like, jumping or right. playing pee volleyball because I think mm-hmm. the way that uh, – I envy the way volleyball players jump. Yes, yes. Off both feet, you know. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we grew up jumping off one. And to That's teach another know. kid another way to jump is nothing but nothing but uh, uh, good stuff. Yeah. And so uh, we're playing the, the, the volleyball team. My basketball players are playing the volleyball team. Mm-hmm. We kicked them. We beat them. We kicked them wow. pretty good. Wow. Coach come over to me and said, <laughs> he threw me the whistle and said, Hell, you're better than me. You coach it. <laughs> <laughs> so you start coaching the volleyball squad. Nice. Yeah, I got, nice. I got that job. And, and then, then won a championship with it. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So in 88, um, I went to New York uh, okay. looking for a job. Uh, got a job at Kincaid School in Houston. And Kincaid, Kincaid. the Kincaid School is where the Bush kids go to school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the twin, the girls. Yeah, yeah. They they were actually in school at that time then. Okay. That's wow. where I got CIA was on campus. Uh, wow. It was crazy during that time. Wow. And then okay. spent four years there, and that's why okay. I started tra- traveling overseas. Took the team. I took my team to England. Uh, came back, and then in, uh, in 92, uh, mm-hmm. I signed with Green Hill. Okay. 92. Okay. 92. I met Cooper... Uh, when he was 16. 16? Yeah, Cooper, Cooper, Carlton Cooper went to University of Texas at the age of 16. Wow. He was that smart. He, he graduated when he was 16 years of age. Wow. Amazing. So I'm 10, I'm 10 years older. <laughs> I think I'm 10 years older than Coop. Um, when I was at St. Mark's, uh, I used to always uh, work camps. I, mm-hmm. had my own camp. I established my own camps. Mm-hmm. I had... 200 kids a week in my camp. 
Uh, people don't believe that, but I was the first guy in Dallas uh, doing private camps. Uh, I believe North, North Texas and SMU did it, but right, right. So I was drawing 200 kids a week. Wow. Uh, and then I started uh, the basketball camps, and I also started mm -hmm. uh, sports camps. Okay. And then, uh, so, but doing. Um, I was, I was a junk. I was always doing basketball, man. Mm -hmm. So, um, University of Texas had camps, mm -hmm. and I was going to work their camps. Wow. And guess who I ran into? Cooper Luke. Cooper Luke. And, crazy uh, well, it was crazy because we were dating, uh, we were dating the same, uh, uh, not the same girlfriend, but the same uh, friends who was girlfriends. Oh. Wow. And didn't didn't even know it until wow. I walk in on my girlfriend house and coop on the floor sleeping. <laughs> so ever since then we we've been we've been, been fine. Uh, uh, yeah. Up until he, he spent fifteen years in New Zealand. It's funny because uh he spent fifteen years over there trying to get me to come over there. Right. He comes back to the States, I start traveling to New Zealand. <laughs> so <laughs> deep uh, back, guys. Yeah, I think it's back. So yeah. we were real close. I would tell you, the maddest I ever been at, at Coop. Uh -huh. Nineteen ninety-two, I come back. Uh -huh. and he said, "He said, Herman, uh, do you want to travel to Amsterdam to other places?" And I go, "Yeah." Uh -huh. He said, "Well, you got to coach a team." So, <laughs> <laughs> so I said, "I line, I set it up where we practice at my place." Uh -huh. So we get in there, and it's all tight. We got like four teams in there. Okay. Fourteen. They, we're gonna take these boys to Amsterdam, okay? Wow. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I look at my team. I got one black kid that's like six four. <laughs> All the white kids are five eight. <laughs> I look at Coop, yeah. Cooper's team is dunking. You got six Coop. nine. You got yeah. I'm going like Coop. I go Coop. Come here, man. I said, this is not fair. <laughs> you go. Yeah, this is where it is. This is where it is, her. <laughs> so so when the bombs come in. And one of the black mom come in and she go, uh, Coach, I don't think this is right. My son should be with you. <laughs> He's over there with Coop. Coop that stole all the good oh, players. He just stacked the deck. I got I got uh two twin kids from Wichita from Quantum, Texas. Quantum, wow, Texas wow. is wow. up there going to Amarillo. Amarillo and, wow. and the granddad has driven them all the way down here. Wow. And he has overhauls on. So, <laughs> so uh, I go, Coop, this ain't right, man. So we said, get the paperwork out. <laughs> so I don't know if you know Suave Harrison. You know Suave Harrison? I DJ. DJ out of Cliff. He's on my team. He, but he okay. was with Coop. And they, uh, so I get the two biggest 6'6 six, six kids come over to my team. And uh -huh. then uh, we, we take off to Amsterdam. Nice. Yeah. So nice. uh, before uh, I did that for 15 years. Okay. Wow. Travel all over the world. Travel over the world, right? All over As the world, you, everywhere, huh? And that's exactly what you wanted to do when you was a kid, right? Yeah. Well. So. Uh, okay. And, yeah. What I wanted to do as a kid, and then I was reinforced when I got a divorce. I was kind of hurt when I got a divorce. Right. 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 And uh, I wanted to. Uh, uh, my two things was to travel and just be the greatest person I could be. You know, right, right. maybe God take care of that. So, uh, right, right. So then I started traveling, and I went wow. everywhere. I yeah. went 15 years 
Um, <laughs> I went there for it, brother. Yeah. It was crazy. And Coop, Coop yeah. was there with me. And uh, yeah. so uh, my best friend, there's another good friend of ours, Dennis Robinson. I told you about Dennis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dennis is now a minister with uh, TV Head. Okay. But he, yeah, you're talking about him, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, we, 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 we had it going on, man. Yeah, yeah. We had a good time. So that was right at 92. I had just got the job at Green Hill. Okay. Now, so, where, where, where did Robinson play ball at? Dennis? Yeah, yeah. Dennis is out of Washington, D.C. Uh, uh, D.C., you did tell me that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and he uh, coached girls. He was an uh, infamous girls coach up in Iowa. In Iowa, uh, okay. Yeah. And uh, was working with, we were working with people to people in our travel group. Okay. And, man, we were taking 5,000 kids. We take 5,000 kids into Amsterdam. Wow. We took 5,000 kids to Switzerland. Amazing. Um, uh, and then uh, to Australia. Went three times wow. to Australia. Never lost a kid. Never, I yeah. never lost a kid. I left one kid. One kid I left, a St. Mark's <laughs> kid, when I first started coaching. Uh-huh. We were down at uh, College Station, and, uh, uh-huh. and he didn't tell me. Uh, he was going to the bathroom. And wow. My rule is, uh, don't make me come look for you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was, I do remember that. We were down, we used to go to Houston. Hey, don't go look, don't go look for them kids, Simpson. You told them what time to be back. <laughs> uh, they, if I, I got a problem, you can't make, you yeah, can't be yeah. responsible. And uh, that kid, I left him in the bathroom. I think he's still mad at me. What? <laughs> I think he's still mad at me because he brings it up. That? Oh, he, he brings it up all the time. Does he? Uh, <laughs> and I know he's fifty plus, so <laughs> hey, he's still bringing it up. But he's still bringing it up. So and uh, but I bet you so never been my, late. Huh? I bet she's never been late though. Again, hey, they, hey, they know I'll leave them, man. Yeah. But no, uh, I you know I I have my thirty minute rule. But that's old school. My, I remember my coach leaving me as a freshman. Yeah, I went to get some new Chuck Taylors. <laughs> And I, I remember, I remember running for the bus. You know, I went downtown, <laughs> and I had my uniform running for the bus. Oh my god! And the guy, you know, I was a freshman, dude said, "Hey, coach, that's Simpson. Leave him." <laughs> hey, I think that has happened. To, I think that has happened to everyone because yeah, my uh, coach like leave him. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, one time at Xavier. Uh-huh. You know, we were the gold rush, right? The gold rush, yes. Yeah, you know what color our uniforms were? Yeah, gold right, rush. Yeah. Bright gold. Yellow. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Some people confuse it for yellow. <laughs> yeah. And one year we went to Atlanta to play Clark. And uh, mm-hmm. I was, I was, we, we landed and we were staying at uh, near this university. And we went to look at the campus, you know, look for mm-hmm. girls. Right, you know. right. And then we were late. We were late for practice. Five minutes. Five minutes. And coach didn't say a word. We just he said, "Come on, boys, y'all join the group." And uh, I said, "Hey, something's up." Man, we went to sleep that night. Five thirty in the morning. Ring, Herman, come to my come to my room. Oh, I I just bought a brand new pair of shoes. Mm. I only had one pair of tennis shoes, Mm. and uh, so. We get in there. He said, uh, boom, 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 this is what happened. This is your punishment. You got to run the football field. Uh, you got to run five miles in the football field. Wow. So, 
I'm going like, oh, no, I'm out. But somebody, I my friend grabbed me. He said, come on, man, you can do it. It's snowing, it's sleeting. Wow. Um, so we, we bust out the back of that hotel in the bright uniforms. <laughs> we woke up all the winos, all the winos. Wow. They're like, what these boys doing? What is going on, man? It was like, <laughs> so um, we did it, made it. Uh, I got, that was a big fight that game. Uh, my family against the crowd, Atlanta crowd. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but that, 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 uh, that story about the uniforms. And, and also, we were the first, you know, the dome was built. The Superdome was built. 77, yeah. 77. Uh, well, yeah. No, one year early. 72. No, they started 72. I think it was 75 that they finished the dome. Yeah, probably 75. I think it was Because the jazz was still there. Because I remember going to a jazz yeah. game or two there in the dome, yeah. Uh, and then, when Aaron um, James. Well, they played at the convention center unless it was a big game. And then uh-huh. when the dome built, when the dome was built, they start playing. And the uh, cause we used to sneak in the convention center to go to uh, see Pistol Peak, baby. Yeah, oh man, I love Pistol <laughs> Peak, man. Pistol Peak. So yeah. yeah. And then okay, so Kincaid. Now you come back to North Texas. What what brings you to Green Hill? What drives that mission? Okay, before I went to uh, before I went to Kincaid, uh, mm-hmm. I interviewed at Green Hill. Uh, okay for the coaching job. Um, there was a little misunderstanding that, and I, I, at that time, that very time I was getting getting a divorce. Okay. So I, it was 1988 uh, okay. that I left and went to uh, uh, KK, then uh, mm-hmm. spent four years there. Then 92, uh, mm-hmm. I come back and I, I get the job. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, coach hall, Dick Halls, uh, is a uh, you met Coach Hall? He, he was my boss at the time. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah man. Uh, and he played soccer for uh, the, the Tornadoes. His claim to fame was he had to, he had to guard Pelé. Pelé, <laughs> wow. Yeah. He had to guard Pelé when they played Pelé. And wow. So, um, he called me often. Come on back. I need you up here. I need you mm-hmm. up here. And then I was a couple. I had a couple of students, uh, the Sandler boys. Uh, Jared is a uh, announcer for the baseball team, the okay. Texas Ranger baseball team. Uh, Darren is a basketball coach at Green Hill, the girls' basketball coach, and Jason okay. is in the business world. And uh, they were from South Africa. Uh, they had, mm. and, uh, man, we God, we bonded. Okay, when I went to uh, Xavier. Uh, mm-hmm. That was, was almost like no religion there. <laughs> yeah. So they were they didn't they didn't associate with a religion. Right. Come back to Green Hill, huge Jewish population, and actually St. Mark's had a uh, Jewish population mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. So uh, another religion I'm studying. And so and then I come back. Um, those players and Coach Hall, uh, they call me off and come back. Come back to Dallas. Come back to Green Hill. Mm-hmm. We want you. Four years later, I took I took that offer and I came back. And been there ever since. Twenty nine years, baby. Twenty nine years. Wow. Twenty nine years. Amazing. 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 Saw the chemistry. A lot of people. And I imagine you've seen a lot of change as well. The diversity grew on the campus. Um, the, the campus. Uh, the Green Hill. Uh, Green Hill has always been diverse. Has it? Okay. That was one of the mission statement that they would. Uh, uh, 
they they would be diverse and practice diversity. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so when I get there, one of my students is Eric Johnson. Okay. The mayor. The mayor. Okay. Mayor of Dallas. Eric mayor Johnson Dallas. is the, okay. yeah. Uh, I'm advising Eric Johnson. I'm advising Eric Johnson, man. Wow. Uh, so uh, I was like, didn't know it at the time, but I knew he had it in him. But very, very sharp. He, mm-hmm. He's the same person now that he was then. Same, same person. The exact same person. Uh, look the same, act the same. Mm. Alexis wow. Clark. Alexa Clark uh, was one of my students. Uh, and she is. Uh, Dr. Dr. Clark is a, a black doctor here, infamous black doctor here, been around here for a long time with Dr. Okay. Lundy and all that group. And so now uh, I also had a son, Stephen, who okay. was the, uh, well, I, I think he's the only black uh, uh, plastic surgeon in North Texas. Mm. That's hard to say because there's a lot of people, but I know he's one of the few. So he does... Okay. Uh, uh, so, Stephen, those guys were in my group when I kept I, – I, I inherited those type of people when I came back to Green Right, right. So right. Uh, I got the all these quality. good kids. But, huh? The quality was there. Good I got kids. all the – yeah, I got all the uh, – so in that graduating class, I think with 13 black kids. My, my wow. Two, my wow. Two. So and that's really just in the wow. high school. That was in only the high school. So the diversity is there. Uh, man, it was a uh, warm place. Man, uh, uh, hugs and love. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. One of the warmest places I've ever been. I, I, I remember I left my first day, my face was hurting because I was smiling so much. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so th- uh, that was it. And, and diversity kept coming. It just kept right, coming. Right, right. Well, I know I love the school. I love the campus too, man. You yeah. Know, Campus is, just seems like a sanctuary, you know. It's yeah. So peaceful. So off, you're going to miss Off the beaten path. Off yeah. the beaten path, nice and quiet. Yeah. Uh, are you going to miss the peacocks? Do y'all still have the peacocks strolling campus? I, I don't want to cuss right now, but. What <laughs> 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 are you talking about? Poop everywhere, man. <laughs> and they, they, you know, oh, they're not afraid. Oh, by the gym. Oh, I got peacock stories, man. Uh, they, you know, one day they left and went to McDonald's. Wow, did they? <laughs> yeah, because you can smell that. You can smell McDonald's from there. Yeah, man. yeah. And they had to, so the security had to go over there and gather them and put them in the car and bring them back. Wow. Yeah, so, no, but they're, ter- they're territorial, huh? Yeah, yeah. I remember the first time I seen them. I'm like, oh, like, coach, what is this? I got peacocks on it. Yeah, there's our resident peacocks on campus. I was like, wow, okay. Oh, man. And so they we, were not friendly either. No, they and they won't they won't uh get out your way. But before then we had jackrabbits on that campus. Uh and I'm talking about jackrabbits who was that, sizable. Yeah, tall ears and stuff. But they uh, <laughs> uh my first year there they, uh, I saw a guy release a uh Falcon. A hawk, a red tail hawk. Red, red, oh, done. And That's it they, for the. They nested there. They in the so they're in the lights, and uh, oh. those those hawks feast on the pigeon. Yes, indeed. The squirrels, the rabbits. So 
one day this kid come on camera, he said, man, this is a regular zoo over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we've had the animals over there. And it, that that just show you how fast Dallas has grown, though. Right, 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 yeah. right, yeah. So. Yeah, I remember that uh, because, I, you know, I didn't – when I first moved to Dallas, I remember going to a couple of games at Lowe's Fieldhouse, right? Yes. Up the yeah. street. Didn't know Green Hill was really the quality of it until we started coaching together. And, um, yeah. I'll tell you what, so. kids make a difference, though. They, they, they have made a difference in that school. Right, right, right. Listeners, I can't begin to tell you how much more we have for you. We are only scratching the surface. Please listen to part two of this interview. We released it along with part one. And you can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts. I would like to leave you with this. I'm recording this on Father's Day, and I would be remiss not to salute all of the fathers who are God-fearing, nurturing, mentoring, playing, praying, disciplining, and loving those who will be responsible for shaping this country and world. Thank you, dads, for your sacrifices and representing the Heavenly Father in your households. So on behalf of Riverbots, this is the maestro Jeffrey McLeod saying good night, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.